Welcome everyone. Welcome to the Insurance Guy Show. My name is On and I'm a commercial insurance broker. Dealing with a lot of businesses, I've learned that not everybody's, a lot of business owners are hearing about buzzwords, cyber breaches, privacy breaches, and I'm just going to take a quick second to explain what those are and a couple tips on how to uh, protect yourself against those th from being breached or at least help you um, secure your uh, defenses. Welcome to the Insurance Guy podcast. From sales to insurance advice, we discuss ways to protect your business and grow it. Make sure to like and share this podcast. And don't forget to check us out at theinsurers.ca for all your business insurance needs. And here's your host, Mr. On. Now, first thing I will tell any business owner is that, you know, your biggest asset is not, is not money, it's data. You probably, when you think about it, it's true because Google, Apple, all these guys are essentially data centers, they're tracking your data, they have your personal information. Um, really is, is money their biggest game to that? Well, it's the values and the data on how it's being used. Um, now, many companies like these, you've probably seen over, you probably hear over, over the radio that there are companies who are, who are being breached. They're saying that, listen, our networks were breached. Um, companies like Macy's, uh, I believe, was breached. Home Depot, Dropbox, um, and every, a lot of people I know use Dropbox as well. Now, these things happen. So what can we do exactly to prevent such things? Well, there's a couple of things. Now that we know that data is our, is our biggest asset, we need to be aware as, a, as your company needs to be aware, where is this data coming from? And where is it staying? Is it, am, I, am I communicating with my clients is the best way to first look at where your data is coming from. If you're communicating with them through text messages, emails, WhatsApp, uh, you know, drives like, all, like the cloud systems like Dropbox, Google Drive, and things of that nature, those things are extremely important to be aware where that data is coming in. And so this way you know what to do or how to pr protect it. First tip, encrypt your information. Is a free encryption tool already built into your uh, your computer, such as your Windows, which is called um, which is called BitLocker, which is a free system that helps you encrypt your uh, encrypt your system, encrypt your data. This is free, helps protect it so that it's not easily accessible, and it's you know it's it's one step better than what you would have is sending it over like sending unsecured data to a third party and it gets you sent it to a wrong party or anything of the sort can can put your company at at risk second is installing and using a reliable antivirus or firewall systems there are many out there in the market at this moment you will get a lot of them for free i personally am not a big fan of the free ones i i believe that there's you know i i, I just can't find confidence in the free ones not to say that they're bad uh, you know there are a lot of great company ones out there as well uh, for the personal thing, if you're if you have a business, you'd want probably you you'd want to invest the money into a well-branded, well-known um, malware or antivirus system that uh, can that can that will help you protect it, or at least one that has really good reviews. Third is do periodic backups to an external source. What that means is not external source as in put it on the cloud computer. Again, you're it's still in the networks; it can be accessed. But putting it on an external hard drive 
or USBs or CDs or floppy. Um, you do put your information on an external drive that's off the net in case if you're a victim of so a victim of ransomware, um, which was which was the craze a couple of weeks ago, where hackers would get a hold of your system and lock you out completely, and they would demand payment by things like Bitcoin, um, to be able to get them to be able to get the funds. And if you paid them, they would unlock the computer, and you have access to your data in, in there. And if you had if you had very important data, well, you'd be in, you'd ha you'd have no option but to make the payment. However, if you have your data backed up, you can just destroy the computer. And again, I'm not I'm not an IT specialist. Um, you'd want to hire an IT consultant to come or to come to come and analyze the security of your systems. There are a lot in the market um, out there, and there are they have they have the education and the experience to be able to give you on what they see is would be the benefit. Now, fourth is setting your devices and software apps to update automatically. And what I mean by that is, um, that's the first part. And the part B to that is to also go in and manually check for updates. Essentially what happens is um, many of these softwares will say, hey, listen, we will check your system on this time, set the date and time you want us to go and check for new updates for the software. Uh, we'll check it. Sometimes I remember I put it at three in the morning. Um, automatically, that was the default. I set it up. But guess what? My computer or my phone would be shut off at that time and it would never get the update. Um, so obviously, make sure you put it on an update where your computer or your phone or your software is active. That can It can go out and out. Uh, and uh, see if there is an updated system. Also go in and do a manual check. Even if you have it set up as an automatic update, you'd probably notice that, I've noticed with some systems where even with the automatic updates, it doesn't automatically update. I sometimes have to go and manually do an update. I'll search it for the system and I'll say, oh, update found. Well, it didn't automatically update. And I, for, those, for, those, for that time frame, guess what? You're, you don't have the latest security patches if there, are, if there was one. And it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a reminder because it's happening a lot these days. Disregard emails from you people you don't know. And if you get something fishy from somebody you do know, make sure not to respond back to that email that the same medium they sent the data on, but contact them from a separate source. If somebody sent you an email, you got an email from your boss asking you to transfer money or whatever the case is, um, Okay, check with the boss, send them, call them, or ask with somebody with their secretary, or whatever the case is. This is just an example. But if your friend sends you a message saying, hey, listen, could you provide me with this banking information, or whatever the case is, I need to send you something, um, quickly call the, call the person up, speak with them, hey, listen, I got this email from your computer, or I got, your, I got this email, I got this WhatsApp message from you, did you send it, or I got this Facebook message, which is the new thing. Um, they'll say, oh, yes, no, maybe so. In that case, you know that this is a fishy email, especially uh, beware of those ones that are coming from your banks as well that supposedly are coming from your banks. Um, you know, you'll get an email, something with a similar format saying RBC, you got an email, your RBC, uh, TD, CIBC, Scotiabank account was breached. Please enter your information and to confirm um, the identity of this account or whatever the case is. So I'm, I'm providing you tips as a business owners. You have a responsibility of the data of your own employees' data as well as your customers' data. 
if you are in breach of this data, if, you're, if this personal information, whether it's pay bank accounts, uh, privacy information like their name, date of birth, address, uh, mailing address, shipping, whatever the case is, if these things get breached, you have a legal obligation to make sure that they are notified that they've, their information has been breached and there are certain protocols you have to follow according to the government standards. Um, when, if you, and there are insurance policies, which are cyber liability insurance policies out there in the market that can help you in case if you are, uh, if you are, in, if you are a victim of these attacks. This happened, these attacks can range from a couple thousands to a couple hundred thousand dollars and even more depending on the size and impact of the breach. Um, most people who feel that they will never be a victim of it, well, um, that's what a lot of people say, but let's position it this way. Uh, most small businesses feel that they won't be a victim of it, when probably they could be a victim of it, they might already be a victim of it, but aren't aware they're a victim yet, because most, let's face it, many small businesses don't have the resources to go in and to invest in a cybersecurity plan or, you know, have a cyber cybersecurity team or anything of the sort. Um, so you may want to consider getting an insurance policy in case if you found out that you are a victim of the breach. Um, it's really important now regarding the insurance policies, you can obviously contact me at theinsurers.ca for any additional information. But otherwise, guys, make sure that you stay, implement these tips. Hope this helps you guys, um, you know, protect your business. And again, please like, share and subscribe. It means a lot.